Three, two, one, and jam. Yeah, I'll crank you up. Go ahead. One, two, three. It's like we're actually in Cowboy oh, Bebop. Yeah. Three, two, one, let's get the jam. Get everyone's stuff let's together. Get the jam. Let's... Get the jelly too and the peanut butter. Oh. Don't forget the bread. Do you prefer jam do you prefer grape jam? Grape jelly to the strawberry jelly for your peanut butter jelly sandwich. I never was a huge fan of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I knew you were going to say something. You were, you were going to have a weird opinion about that. <laughs> you want me to make it weirder? Oh, no. What? I grew up on peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. I love peanut butter and I love pickles. So, like, were these pickle slices or, like, surfboards yeah, of pickles? The, the, yeah, they're like hamburger the, chips you get at the store. You know what? I mean, it's a good combination. It's very, very. As good. a kid, I adored bologna and ketchup sandwiches, and that—that's probably not actually mm. that much. That much. That's basically just a hot dog. Yeah, actually, I didn't a flat hot that. dog. Actually, that's a really good point. It's just well, kind of you know, a flat hot dog. I—I I know pickle, uh, pickle peanut butter, uh, hamburgers are a thing. Yeah, yeah. So I guess no, I, I guess I, you're I not will, alone in that. I will. I will fuck up peanut butter and pickle sandwich any day of the week. Do you, okay, so is it wet it's at delicious. all? Do you, are you putting the pickle juice on the sandwich? Uh, I usually try to, like, sop up some of the juice from the pickle slices as much as possible. I'm gonna say, if you're really out of your fucking mind, you take the peanut... <laughs> you just take the peanut butter sandwich and dip it in the pickle juice. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> out of your mind. Absolutely. Oh, you know what? Actually, my one of my favorite foods in fucking history is you make a, mm-hmm. a, a fucking... Uh, grilled cheese sandwich, and mm. I douse like totally like dust it in garlic salt, and I put some fucking mm. I like eat that with pickles. And if I'm feeling extra decadent, I'll t- I'll take when I'm taking the pickle slices out of the jar, I like sprinkle the pickle juice on 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 the. On oh, the pickle sandwich. juice! Uh, oh my gosh! Mm. Hey, who was it? Was it Hamilton? <sighs> Not Hamilton. <laughs> Hannibal Burris that did a skit about that. How his roommate threw away his pickle juice, and he was like, "I was using that." <laughs> Oh wait, so Hamilton comic who so he who threw the pickle juice away and it was the housemate who objected to the throwing no, away of the pickle ha- juice. No, the the housemate he he would sprinkle it on his. Oh yeah, no. When that's... he ran out of pickles and then his housemate threw. I it mean, away. as a kid, I would drink pickle juice like it was like Kool Aid. Not so much anymore. No, that I've tried that a couple times because I was all like, I love pickles, and then I tried the juice and I'm it's like, not, it's definitely I don't not love. the same thing. <laughs> and especially like no. I could take a dab of it. I, it's, I think pickle like I even though I could eat pickles like a motherfucker well like in mm-hmm. combination to other stuff i think pickles are, like is a good accent but i wouldn't make it this main feature you know mm-hmm. what's do yeah. you have a, a peanut butter preference in terms of like brand of peanut butter are you uh, one of those weirdos who grew up classic. with the all natural peanut butter yeah 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 oh god fuck that it's actually that for peanut butter sand peanut butter and pickle sandwiches is that's actually preferred because the pickles give it more of a sweetness and oh the, i could see because kind of mellows out okay because it's not I mean, so sugar based like like fucking yeah and i mean i know jiff is like half sugar half plastic but yeah yeah which is funny because when i was growing up my parents wouldn't let me eat so, quote-unquote soft-baked store-bought cookies because I guess mm-hmm. there was some kind of expose on, like, fucking 2020 about how those... The thing that made those cookies permanently soft was some kind of plastic additive. Meanwhile, everything else, mm. my family, you fucking... My, my mom would make hamburger helper for Didn't dinner. they let you eat rock salt? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, well, of all the things my parents, like, like <laughs> let me do and, like, serve to me, for some reason, arbitrarily, soft-baked cookies were off the menu. But, like, I could eat all the Chips Ahoy and anything else. I could eat peanut butter out of the, out of the jar with my bare hands, and that was okay, but... As long as they didn't eat a peanut butter soft baked cookie, but anyway. 
Yeah. What should we talk about today's episode? I think we've already started recording. I think, this, I I think, think this I, I assume so, too. <laughs> Can't waste any of this gold. Oh, God. Okay. I'll let you I get. I'll let you at least pretend to do an intro. It's tardy to the party. We talk about Disney and Avatar and shit. <laughs> this week it's Disney. It's the Jungle Book. We're here. Yeah, this is it. Fucking it. Christ almighty. Uh, yeah, it's we're... been a long time since I've seen this movie. Oh, man. I don't think... I've seen clips. I don't think I've ever... You know... Mm-hmm. This movie sucks balls. Fuck the Jungle Book. <laughs> uh, watching this it's, movie, yeah, so I was like, okay, Jungle there's no reason why I've never been able to make it all the way through the Jungle Book. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jungle Book's not very good, but it's got great character design uh, yeah. and some great, anima- some great animation. <sighs> they fuck up Mowgli sometimes, where they're obviously just like, eh. Yeah, and they obviously had like uh, reference for the kid, and they kind of leaned on that a little too hard in a couple scenes. Where it's, again, it's not quite rotoscoping, but... You can kind of see well, it's also bit. just directly animated from uh, Wharton, uh, Sword and Stone. Oh yeah, I saw that. Some like also the like a huge chunk of the scene with Louie and the apes when they're uh, trying to like when they're swapping uh, Mowgli back and forth with with Blue during that whole chase quote slash fight. Uh, they took mm-hmm. a, half of that's uh, taken from uh the wind of the willows the climax of that where they're fighting over the the deed to willow oh. uh to to, to oh. like toad hall uh it's it's a rare case of uh disney recycling animation but not by tracing it but just kind of following the same action because obviously mm-hmm. Mowgli is not shaped like a little rolled up paper deed <laughs> so, but like no. in terms of like the basic motion and like okay this character grabs the th- the, the mcguffin here runs over here runs smacks into the wall here so yeah. yeah, it's not quite tracing, but although I guess half of Robin Hood was traced from Jungle Book, so we'll be seeing half of this movie again in about three episodes mm-hmm. from now. But who is the character <sighs> designer for this? God, Disney, Walt Disney. Do you know? He died. He was like he drew a picture mm-hmm. of Mowgli and said that's Mowgli, and he <laughs> dropped dead. Uh, I forget. I should have looked yeah. that up. Um, I wonder because it's. I'm assuming it's. I I mean, I'm probably assuming wrong. It's the same guy that did 101 Dalmatians. I was about because, to say because like, the dogs are the same type of style as the. Because I know snoots in this. The main story guy behind this was also the main uh, story guy between, uh, behind this 101 Dalmatians and Sword of the Stone. I God, I re- I'm sure if we go back and and talk, listen to our 101 Dalmatians episode, I talk about who was the actual character designer for that. Was it like Milk Call? I know Milk Call did the animation for Sheer Khan in this. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. definitely that kind of... Uh, we've hit, officially hit that Disney 60s style, especially like by yeah. now. It, we, yeah. We've been in that zone for a couple movies now. But mm-hmm. um, but I guess Bill Peets, who was a story guy at Disney all the way back to fucking Snow White. Yeah, and he did all the he did the main story for 101 Dalmatians and Sword of the Stone. He was the main story artist. Um, he, I guess the Jungle Book was his passion. He was like, I want to do a adaptation of the jungle book but it's going to be really dark and it's really going to encompass as much stuff material from the original books as possible and he i saw i guess as a framing device do you know anything about the original uh kipling jungle book or like anything that happens in it or anything well, my dad wrote it to me but i don't really remember okay. at least well, i guess the basic idea is that it's like eight little animal parables that are supposed to be kind of you know teaching kids a lesson about like morals mm-hmm. and stuff like that and so I guess the the framework that Bill Peake came up with was like, okay, we're going to do a story where <clears throat> Mowgli's already kind of grown up and left the village, but he somehow gets falls in league with a jungle hunter, and the jungle hunter goes back into the forest, and so Mowgli has to come back with him. And I guess, well, I guess the jungle hunter is immediately wiped out by Shere Khan, 
And I guess like the like Mowgli has good. flashbacks to the time he spent as a kid in the jungle mm. and has to decide if he wants to stay in the jungle or leave or something like that. And oh, the whole dark and it was supposed to be all the characters were supposed to be all dark and fucked up and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get the fucking a hunter get, gets killed in the first five minutes of the movie. Walt Disney was like, no, I want this to be a happy movie. And also, I'm thinking Baloo the Bear should be voiced by Phil Harris because I love him because he's just a rambunctious guy. I guess in the original mm -hmm. book, Baloo's definitely not like a super happy, just fat dude. He's not like John Goodman in cartoon. He's more of a serious character. And by yeah. every, all by all accounts, that just totally destroyed Bill Pete's idea for the movie because it's like, oh, it's not even the Jungle Book anymore. And then Walt Disney died. I guess one of the last arguments they had. Whereas Bill Pete was like, okay, if you're if we're taking out all the Jungle Book story out of this movie, then what's the story? Well, and then Walt Disney was like, we'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. As long as we have Mowgli see a girl at the end, and that's how he leaves the jungle. That's the only story mm. we need. But then Walt Disney died, and so the story artists never figured out what the story was going to be. So they just never really had a story. The movie really just became about Baloo and Mowgli hanging out for two hours. And yeah. so, <laughs> yeah, um. Yeah, Bill. I guess Bill Pete quit before Disney died, but after having the argument with with Walton. So, yeah, I guess the movie after that point was just the animators, just like, well, let's just do some fun stuff with just like a bunch of talking animals hanging out with Mowgli, and that's it. Just became super episodic. There's no plot. It's just stuff happens for ninety minutes, and yeah. So, oh, I guess we need to put the Beatles in the. <laughs> we need what well, kind of pseudo Beatles? Yeah. That's the. This is the first time watching a Disney thing. I've been like, why? Why is there like a recognizable <laughs> caricature of like a celebrity in this thing? Why is Ringo Starr in this? And I was like, oh yeah, of course it's made like in 1967 or whatever. So of course, I guess the Disney animators had to stick it to the Beatles or British Invasion shit. I well, guess, so I'm reading on IMDb trivia right now. So oh, I didn't again. look at that. As okay. always, take it with a grain of salt. Oh yeah, because it's all were, fucking written by. They Beatles. wanted that. They wanted those vultures to be the Beatles, but uh. John Lennon vetoed the idea because he's a piece of shit. I wonder if they were already working on Yellow Submarine at that point too. I don't know. I, I don't think not. I'm sure they John Lennon cared. sucks ass. Yeah. Oh, I mean, also, although it would have been interesting. I wonder if Disney had been alive when they reached out to the Beatles. I wonder if Walt Disney had done it personally. If they would have been more likely, they would have signed on board. Um. Yeah. So, any other uh, other interesting IMDb? I couldn't find too much interesting about this movie, other than I can't. I didn't look. I haven't looked on. I just opened it oh, okay. uh, just right now. I remember a video I saw probably years ago that I'm. I can't. I didn't have time to verify if it was accurate or not. Mm -hmm. But I read or saw a video that um, uh, Phil Harris and Louis uh, Prima hated each other and would not <laughs> record together. Wow. Okay. Well, good. good so yeah. all their scatting was like recorded separately, separately and shit. Wow. Which it's scatting, you know. It's yeah, doobie doobie doobie. Yeah. 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 We we could we could do that separately, and I could probably edit it together and sound would sound like whatever. Yeah. Because yeah, you're just making shit up on the. Um, hey, scatting sucks ass. That's <laughs> fine. Of all the Fantastic. crimes you do in life, I think scatting's well, not obviously, like, obviously. <laughs> it's not like when they were convicting the Come Nazis on. after World War II. They no. were like, did you hey, scat while putting hey, people in the ovens? 
We can't test. Obviously, if you have two hands and on one hand you say, hey, you want some Nazis <laughs> or you want some scatting, if I'm going to say scatting. If only the uh, January 6th uh, fucking uh, insurrectionists had scatted, that would have been, been That would have been the crime they'd all be persecuted for. Yeah. I've never liked scat. It's always, <laughs> well, scat showers? Always... Who doesn't love scat? No. You know? Scat. Scat. No. <laughs> Man. The reason it's named after poo. Also, this, we should also note this is one of those movies that starts off with a 10 second warning of like, we're sorry, we're sorry, we did a racism. Please. Mm -hmm. Which actually, the funny thing is, if you're not really paying attention. Yeah. Or, I mean, I, you may not, I mean, it's it's the fact that the monkeys are the, like, like jazz musicians. They, they yeah. do a whole fucking Louis Armstrong thing. Because I've seen a couple people online be like, I don't understand why the Jungle Book gets that. Because there's nothing else that's like really like specifically... I, mean, I guess this movie's kind of racist towards British people because because <laughs> the British cats in this movie are, are, are fucking pretentious assholes. But like, mm. yeah, no, but yeah, it's totally like, yeah. Which, was Louis Prima black? I know that's not the point because like it's 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 it, it, the whole racism in this movie is deeper than that. It's because like um, he's doing a Louis Armstrong impression and all the backup no, singers they, are pretending no, they, to be. Yeah, I, I just read that they wanted uh, Louis Armstrong, but oh, that's Disney, totally... Walt Disney. Walt, Walt Disney was afraid that if they cast him, a uh, uh, black man, as an ape, that it might be uh, <laughs> so seen that as that okay just as long as Louis Prima pretends to be. Oh, that's fucked up. That's. That is white people in a nutshell, where they're like, they know they're doing racism, but as long as it's like outward racism, it's like, okay, it's like, let's get someone who, Jesus Christ. Louis Prima was born in New Orleans, and it looks like he's New Orleans. probably either white or Cuban, oh, I can't okay. tell. Because he sounds like fucking, especially when there. he's doing like a fucking Louis Armstrong impression. I, you know what, fucking, if they're going to oh, do Italian. it. Italian, Italian. Well, no. Okay. <laughs> Isn't Louis yeah. Prima the Gamambo number five guy? Or is that guy just ripped off his name from Louis Prima? I um, I mean, at this point, cause it's funny because I know Louis Armstrong shows up in like in episodes of the Disneyland TV show, like hanging out on the riverboat, playing it. So it's he already had been working with Disney on stuff before. It's almost I don't want to say it's almost a shame he didn't play a fucking monkey in a fucking Disney movie, but like. <laughs> If they, if they were going to be racist, I almost kind of wish they'd just gone the whole way and just gotten Louis Armstrong. So at least you would have had, like, one more Louis Armstrong. God, that's the most white person thing to say. I would have rather Louis Armstrong in indulged in racism <laughs> if it only meant that we had one more song from Louis Armstrong. Whoa, gets a yeah. fucking... Anyway, but yeah, it's fucking the I mean, Jungle Book. It just would have said... <laughs> I want to be like I know, you. It's, it's, yeah. it would sound there, exactly you just like heard what it, it Congratulations, is, you yeah, heard it, so. yeah. Uh, at least let's put it this way. At least Louis Armstrong could have gotten an extra paycheck from racist white people before he mm. died. But anyway, so but yeah, it's Jungle Book. It starts off, you know, it's a classic Disney movie because it starts off with a book. Oh, yeah. oh you can't have a title of Jungle Book. And That's actually a good point. A if any book. Disney movie that needs to open with a book, it's the one that fucking has book in the title. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I was gonna it's do an elaborate joke mm -hmm. about how I accidentally watched the Jungle Cruise instead of the Jungle Book, and I got confused. Oh man. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's Bagheera. Bagheera's a panther. And he found a baby in a destroyed boat. Figured that baby needs some sweet, sweet milk. So, uh, there's a family nearby a wolf, so... With a new litter of puppy. So he takes him over there and says, I'll leave this baby with these wolves. That, that, that should be all that that kid needs. The mom likes it? Maternal instincts? Yeah. Eh. What about dad? 
Yeah, Dad likes him too, I guess. He's cool yeah, with I guess they don't have enough time to, like, have a big drama between the wolf parents and this, so they just accept no. badly yet. I've I've never liked that either, like, with Tarzan, where the, the dad ape is always like, fuck, this kid sucks. Yeah, especially because you know this. Like, oh. There's more. Uh, well, it's funny because there's no story in this movie, but, like, normally you think, like, okay, skip this, you know, get, get past this because we know Malgali ends up being raised by the wolf. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. It's all just pretense. And they get to use some of the 101 Dalmatians footage of the dog, the puppies walking with the parents. Totally, and and, yeah. 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 Good and animation. Like, the, the, the mm. fresh animation of this cartoon is good, though. Yeah. Like, actually, like, I could see why they ripped, like, traced all this Mowgli shit for, for, for Christopher Robin in the Winnie the Pooh movies, because it's, like, yeah. it's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, ten years pass, now that baby's ten. Mowgli, but he's still wearing a diaper, still shits his pants every day. Yeah, who taught- I mean, this is where you get totally cinema sins of, like, how's you know to wear a diaper so the MPA doesn't fucking give this movie a rated fucking R? I- I mm. do love the thing in movies like this where, like, you've got creatures who don't have a conventional human sense of time, so they have to explain to the audience how long it's been without just saying, hey, it's been ten years, so they have to do the it's been ten rainy seasons since we found yeah. baby Mowgli, you know. He's happy, but shit was about to get bad because Shere Khan's back in the jungle, and he wants to kill the heck out of that kid because he hit that tiger. Can hates, they explain how they know that Shere Khan's back? Is it just like the wolves have a council meeting and are like, "Hey, Shere Khan's back at the jungle." Was oh, that all? Oh, it is oh. okay, yeah. Yeah, which that's kind of nice and, and moody because it's like a nighttime meeting and it's all. Mm -hmm. I mean, they do. I mean, that's Disney in a nutshell. Where bad news is being delivered so of course it's gonna be nighttime on this rocky peak and it's all dark and gray and thunderous clouds in the distance and shit you know yeah the wolf council decides that kid has got to go yeah shere khan hates man so yep and he'll know. kill him even if he has to take out the whole wolf tribe and even against that tiger all these wolves could not could not take him down they'd lose to me or something i don't know how long dad his dad the wolf guy's like man that sucks ass but bagheera's like hey i can help i'll take that kid and dump him off in the man village yeah <laughs> how great. long did tigers live that like sheer it took 10 years for sheer khan to eventually make it back to this part of the forest that like this has not been an issue up until now um i'm yeah. serious like, i have no idea if that i would assume tigers can't live for like decades maybe 20 years at the most i assume tigers would have like the same lifespan as like a house cat or something like that. but i know that's, that's cinema sins worrying that's like dumb shit but like yeah well let's google that real quick um, uh... i'm just also going to point out it wasn't until watching this movie that i realized the boy scouts totally ripped off rudyard kipling for all it's like wolf pack shit uh the boy mm. scouts are totally like cub scouts boy scouts so and so like I want to go back and actually see if, like, the Cub Scouts ever, like, struck a deal with the estate of Rudyard Kipling to, like, use all that, like, wolf pack stuff for their, like, uh, like Cub Scout guides and stuff like that. Yeah, that, that's foundational to the Cub Scouts. Which makes sense, because the Cub Scouts probably started off in, like, 1900, which would have been just a couple years after the Jungle Book came out, but, yeah. Kind of weird to think. The average lifespan of the tigers in the wild is about 11 years. Oh, so, yeah, fucking, so Shere Khan... What it does it be like this? Yeah, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. In captivity, it's about twenty to twenty-five years. Oof, so. do. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so they live the hard life. Yeah, I didn't think about too in the wild. It also means they're likely just <laughs> die from just natural, just from living mm -hmm. wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Bagheera takes Mowgli, and off they go. Along the way, he tells Mowgli about how that tiger Shere Khan wants to kick his shit in. 
doesn't want him to be that tiger doesn't want him to become another human with a gun and he's like i wouldn't do that yeah. Mowgli doesn't want to go back to the man village but bagheera will hear, hear none of it and uh sends him up a tree for the night with some silly climbing animation <laughs> it's just all busy work it's just like because like mm -hmm. seriously like the plot, like, you can, pr you can pretty much cut the entire movie out until they get to the edge of the force enough that he sees the girl and decides to walk away. So, I, I literally everything that happens for the rest of the movie is just, like, goofy, just, like, fun hijinks. But, yeah. But, yeah, climbing yeah. up the tree. Yep. They start to go to sleep. Uh, Bagheera closes his eyes. And Mowgli says he isn't afraid of the jungle. He can take care of himself. And then Winnie the Pooh shows up to hypnotize Mowgli and try to eat him. It is legitimately he's weird. He's a snake. I'm assuming this is before Winnie the Pooh, but still, it's weird to hear yeah. the voice of Winnie the Pooh. I know Ka's a thing. I've seen this part mm -hmm. of the movie before, but yeah. I've definitely seen, like, hypnotism porn online that totally is, like, yeah. foundational from this, where it's like, oh, people being hypnotized to, like, take their pants off while, you know, their eyes get all, like, you know, that weird, like, Ka hype hypnosis animation. But I really like, um, the design for Ka. Like, just, like, I love the yeah. pointiness of his snout, and specifically, I could imagine, um, it could have been weirdly difficult to draw a good snake, because, you know, snakes, snakes are just long tubes, and I do love the fact that, like, they gave, like, Ka, his snake body, so many kind of weird angles, and really sold the weight of, like, that python fat body, like, it's just so fucking good, like, even though, it's, it's weird, like, they decided to go with Winnie the Pooh for the voice, because it's supposed to be, he like, he's pretty much the most second most threatening character in the whole movie, next to Shere Khan. But, like, <laughs> but they gave him a teddy bear voice, but, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely animation. Well, oh, yeah. It's also... Character animation in this I, movie It must great. have been inten in intentional, the way that it's weird that his mouth is, like, inside is white. Yeah. Well, they do the... That, it's like that they didn't bother like to color it. In the, yeah, because, like, he almost... Does he actually ever show that he's got fangs? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, because because you think they would have done the, like the buck tooth fang and that thing, and that would explain why he talks like this. But no, it's almost like the fact that yeah, he doesn't have teeth at all, and like yeah, yeah. he's got that like white snake. They do a good job of like how snakes have like this inner web in the corner of their mouths, and they actually like they looked at like snake anatomy to like render his mouth. And mm -hmm. but like yeah, I guess something about maybe the design construction of like the snake mouth, they decided that like. If a snake could talk, it would sound like Winnie the Pooh. So, yeah. He tries to hypnotize Mowgli and eat him up, but Bagheera saves him by slapping Ka in the mouth. Ka, Ka says Bagheera made a stupid mistake, starts to hypnotize him instead. But Mowgli pushes his coils off the tree and he bonks and flies all over. An and animation so and... nice they used twice. Mm -hmm. I see that Zack same shit later. But, like, that's also a clever yep. way. To, like fuck up cause like you know just essentially yeah. throw his body off the tree so he, he was slapping his head off the tree branches and stuff yeah get a nod in his tail <laughs> oh wah 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 <laughs> Bagheera's like oh so you can stay in the jungle huh you just almost got eaten by a snake you know take care of yourself go to sleep asshole so they go to sleep next morning they're awakened by elephants marching it's the dawn patrol and this is the part of the movie that just absolutely killed my interest because I'm like, this is. But it's got is... one of your favorite actors in it, Bill. Wait, who's my favorite actor? It's got. Uh, you, oh, yay! You didn't know. Oh, no! What did I do? Oh, I didn't Hold even on. look up this. I only know Phil Harris is in this movie. Oh, uh -huh. shit. Okay, let me see. Jungle Book. 
Okay, you can tell you can tell me what it is. I as, can tell you. In the natural, you can go ahead and talk. You read your notes, and I'll find out. The, well, you gotta find out who played the baby elephant. Oh no! Is it, on that. Let me guess. It's another child actor who died of like a heroin overdose, like ten years after. No, this movie. he's still alive. Oh no! Who is it? Is is it Kurt Russell? Hey, your boy Clint Howard. Oh really? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh no! Oh, this future ice cream man, Clint Howard. Oh man, this would have been like right around the time he was playing. He was like offering Tranya on Star Trek. Oh man, huh? Clint, that's that's fucking fan. Oh, I'm glad to. See that wow okay that's actually i'm glad to see if he had to get it he he if he got one role in his life that wasn't dependent on the fact that he looks like a freak that's <laughs> one good thing for clint howard okay yeah jesus christ um yeah, yeah. okay i'm like to see if there's any other crazy no that's it I oh think. yeah hathy jr is is clint yeah. howard's character's name but yeah Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's a bunch of elephants marching. March two, three, four. I mean, Mowgli goes check it out. There's baby, baby elephant played by Clint Howard, and he's like, "Can I join?" He's like, "Sure, whatever." They march. Um, I, I don't like something unsettling about Mowgli's animation of marching on all fours. It's not. I kind of like that they kind of went crazy with that, but it is kind of it's for the same reason why I'm sure it was fun to animate. Makes it look like oh wow yeah oh it's kind of, uh-huh. this is actually kind of great too because like the Jungle Book is really uh, good for animation because you get to have good luck finding a kid who could do that in real life and half of this yeah. stuff but like in animation you could do like crazy shit like that which is cool it's uh, looking up the, the the background of this movie I guess the only reason most of this elephant stuff is in the movies because it was a chance to recycle animation. From like a 1960 Disney short that I've never even heard of before, called Goliath 2, which is about a mm. troop of bucket elephants just running around the jungle, and like half this stuff is just taken straight from that. So I guess that's the mm. only reason that all this stuff is in the movie. Because did they, they even figure into the plot later? I know they show back up at the end, but I can't remember. Not if really. They do anything? But yeah. But yeah, the whole shtick is that like that lead elephant is like a british general and his the other elephants are his troops and he's just like all like oh, oh, oh. Yeah. yeah talking about winning the victoria cross or whatever yeah rambling i guess leading sl- into the whole imperialistic fucking british fucking india thing that like yeah slapping a, a lady elephant on the ass yeah oh does he do that to tighten it up yeah he's like tightened up that backside <laughs> so great we got like that nice little mad men 1960s sexism thrown in here too God, I've totally forgot about the whole thing of like Rudyard Kipling, a white Englishman. But this whole the whole Jungle Book thing is steeped in colonial racism and shit. But yeah, anyway. No, yeah. Go ahead. Oh. yeah, that's fine. This all seems like a very silly excuse to draw silly elephants. He makes but, a know. guy cut his hair, which yeah, yeah, which of course I'm like, oh, it's like that one joke from the baseball episode of Tipton. Yeah, <laughs> he inspects his his own kid, which is. Oh, and that's Clint Howard. Okay, yeah. Mowgli is like, "Where the fuck is your trunk?" Oh, it's a man cub, and he's upset. Oh, <laughs> well, your that. trunk! Mo- I can see your trunk. Mo- Why is it such a tiny trunk, Mowgli? <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, his trunk gets really hard and slightly oh, no. larger, and then all the other other friends are like, "I've never seen a trunk do that before." Shut up, Bill. So he talks back to him, and he says, <laughs> "And shut." Bagheera shows up and is like, "Hey, don't sweat it, baby. I'm taking him back to the man village." Cool, 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 cool. So they march away. But he forgot his son because an elephant never forgets. They turn around, marching. They all pile up. Big elephant pile up. Yeah, yeah great. Fantastic. Good jokes all around. <laughs> he forgot to say halt. <laughs> oh, Can you oh, see oh, an oh, elephant oh, never yeah. forgets? Hika, hika, hika. Yeah. 
So Bagheera and Mowgli leave, but Mowgli's, Mowgli's like, fuck you, old man, I ain't gonna go, I ain't gonna go back to the man, man hut. Grabs a tree. Bagheera isn't able to pull him off, even though, you know, you'd think a Black Panther would be very strong, but you know, whatever. He's, you know, it's been 10 years, he's getting older, I'm sure as a Black yeah. Panther, he's Can't even he's pull his diaper off. Through. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Come on. Falls in the water, bonks his head, he's like, fuck this shit, I'm out of here. I do like Bitch, he just trying leaves. to save your life. He's just, Eat I'm out of here. Deuces. Yeah. Yeah. Then they go their separate ways. Mowgli pouts against a rock, but he hears something. It's a scouting bear. He's rolling in. Just doobadabadoobadabin. Welcome to Mowgli. the rest of the movie. Yeah. Sniffs Mowgli. And, um, and Mowgli slaps Baloo's snoot. This is Baloo the bear. Shock. I know. Shocking. Tells save me alone and punches him. But Baloo's like pitiful. So he's going <laughs> to teach him how to fight like a bear. What do you square off? Mm. Uh, what do you think about Baloo the bear? He's fine. I've always adored Baloo just as a character. That I think that voice and everything like that. That two of the yeah. voice and I'm mean, obviously <clears throat> the Disney character. Uh, the Disney company loved it enough. They just aside just recycling the animation because it's Phil Harris yeah. who voices the bear in fucking Robin Hood too. Mm -hmm. So they pretty much just duplicated the character for Robin Hood and. Yeah. I do love this is a whole character archetype that just became such a big thing. It's probably the blue, blue slash little John. Probably maybe the most interesting Disney character that come out of the whole like, like post dead Disney in terms of like the most entertaining. Like, oh, yeah, even though it completely destroys the tone of like what the Jungle Book should be as an adaptation. I think it's still a great character, though. but yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I like it better in Robin Hood. Yeah, to the point that, you know, even though they got Bill... Did you ever see the live-action adaptation of this? No. They got Bill Murray to do Blue. Well, Bill Murray's okay. Which but, like, version? No. Wait, there's been what? 50, 000, oh, there's been 50,000 live-action like Jungle 90s books. version, of course? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. God. I forgot that Disney first started doing all those remakes in the 90s, so it's not even like... Because I forgot, like, 101 Dalmatians, we were talking about how, like, that was... A Close. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, good luck replacing Phil Harris, though. But yeah, yeah. no, Baloo's great. He's just all like, did he even start seeing the bear necessities here? Or is that later? Uh, no, they he's teaching him how to fight like a bear. Oh, so that's what it is. And it's all just like, yeah. Tells him to give him that bear roar, so Mowgli roars at him. Well, Ma it's, Mo it's... Mowgli's roar is cute. It's totally rah. <laughs> yeah. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah, so Baloo roars back at him, which Bagheera hears and is like, oh shit, I shouldn't have left him alone. So he runs back and he's like, oh no, it's Baloo. Yeah, and this starts the whole comedy he... duo of like Bagheera, like a totally odd couple. Bagheera's the uptight British man he... and. Uh, Baloo's the fucking big dumpy American and they're just constantly sniping at each other for the rest of the Baloo world. calls him a shiftless stupid jungle bum. How lazy do you have to be for a jungle cat to call you lazy? Seriously. Don't jungle cats spend like 18 hours sleeping of the day just sleeping? Trees. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Although Baloo's got the bonus that he could just sleep in the river. I, I guess that's what he does 9 times out of 10 when he's not like fucking eating ants and shit. Yeah. Baloo slaps the shit out of Mowgli. Don't kill him. <laughs> When you're teaching him how to fight. Come on, jeez. Yeah. Mowgli says, hey, I'm okay. I'm a lot tougher than some people think. He's throwing those barbs. He bops Baloo on the face, and they fall over, and he tickles him. And ha, 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 ha. Baloo's like, you're, you're pretty hype, kid. Which, which, who are you? He's Mowgli? He's going to go back to the man village now. And Baloo doesn't like that idea. He says, I'll make a man out of him. Yeah, yeah. They will. They'll ruin the him. Point gross. Baloo. You're gross. No. Yeah. No. 
Blue will teach him how to handle this shit. All you gotta oh, do is worry about the bare necessities. Okay. So now they sing about eating pawpaws and shit, and Blue scratches his back on a tree as bears are known to do, and they sing a song that's gonna get stuck in your head for the next two weeks, so song. enjoy. It is a good song. He lifts up a photocopied rock with ants under mm-hmm. it. Yeah. They, they eat <laughs> yeah. bananas with no bananas in it. He throws melons and fucking, yeah, there's all kinds of hype Yep. Yeah. Is this the best Disney thing? As much as I hate the Jungle Book, is the Bear Mm. Necessities the only good Disney thing that happens until, like, The Little Mermaid, like, 25 years later? Because I can't remember. I guess... You mean, like, song-wise? Anything! (laughs) I'm trying to think what's going to be the best thing to come out of any other Disney project we're going to see up until the 80s. Like, I'm trying to think think, of anything else that's as iconic. Oh, you mean the King Louie stuff? No, oh, from no. uh, uh What are um, you talking about? I'm sure I'm missing something <laughs> no, obvious. You are. You are. Uh the the what? song that the chicken sings and the rooster sings in uh Robin. Oh, open Does he say I thought he just sang the opening like the one that they sped up and used for the hamster hamsterdance.com back in the Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. I don't know. I barely. Somehow I kind of missed the whole hamster dance thing back then. Mm. Yeah, okay. Just a shit ton of animated ham. of animated gifts of hamster uh, I'm sure I'll find it. Because is Robin Hood going to be our next thing? I can't remember what's. It's either that or Aristocats. I can't remember which. (sighs) Man, okay. Or Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Something in there. We'll figure out stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Bare Necessities, it's, the, it, mm-hmm. it's this seems to be the highlight of the whole movie for most people. Although I do see, I see people going to bat for the fucking monkey song. Yeah. yeah. Bagheera's like, fuck this, I hope the kid's luck holds out, and he leaves. So Baloo and uh, uh, Mowgli float down a river, and, but there's some monkeys, and they kidnap Mowgli, and replace him with another monkey. <laughs> and there's a fly on Baloo's nose, he's like, get that fly, that monkey hits him in the nose with a dang dang stick. Lucius was going on, gives chase, but the monkeys out juke him and jive him and throw food at him, which is a sound effects for all the food hitting him. Mwah. Oh, the whole I slops and pops and the everything. slop and the fact that it ends with the boink sound <laughs> that effect be, yeah. for the last one. Sixties oh, cartoon sound effect of like I love yeah. It. Oh. The 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 boink sound effect that they used to use in cartoon is great, and even though they use it in the 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 Pink Panther, I love that falling down sound effect. God, from those. when they hit the ground, like you, the, the you falling put that and in, the hitting. You put that on a comical fall, and it makes it ten times better. God, there's that the, hitting the ground, hitting the dirty ground sound effect. I it's which, it's particularly the hitting the ground sound effect where you can kind of hear the breath leaving the body. I think. Yeah, and to the yeah. point that I think. Was it? I think when Luke Skywalker gets knocked on his ass by the Sand People <laughs> in Star Wars, I think they used a hint of that because you just hear that kind of mm. like kafloop sound. Which, yeah, um, I, I know that you know Star Wars, you know, like you know, won an Oscar for all the sound design, but they still weren't above like you know just recycling some old like Hanna Barbera yeah. cartoon sound effects. But yeah, I like uh. that as the monkeys are carrying uh, uh, Mowgli away. He says, "Baloo, help me." Baloo, they're carrying me away. Well, thank you. Thank you. Just yes, as the kids in the audience <laughs> Baloo, tell. help me. Yeah. I'm narrating what is happening. Mowgli's kind of useless. Mowgli yeah. poses no threat to the animals. You'd think all the animals would be no. like, Mowgli's so stupid. We know he's a man, but he's, even for a man, he's not particularly bright. So I think, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we don't have to worry about him. Yeah. 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 Uh, so... 
Baloo calls for Bagheera. Bagheera comes back and he's like, Hey, a thousand monkeys fought me and took Mowgli. We gotta <laughs> save him. Bagheera doesn't like to think what is going to happen when he meets that scat king of theirs. Yeah. And it's just King Louie sitting on a throne of feces. Just He says, I love scat. That's scat. scat. I mean, to be fair, if it's a monkey living in the fucking ruins in the jungle, he would be this kid, exactly, yeah. That's more realistic than what actually happens. Yeah. Yeah. He's living in fucking Stranglethorn Vale from World of Warcraft. That's what the hell is get, but that? But somebody will get that. Is that the, like, Africa it's... part of the map? Because that's where I got killed by no, the cows. It... No, 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 it's on the other continent. Oh, it is? Okay, it's yeah. It's in the south end, above Booty Bay. I was about to say, I never saw any ruins in World of Warcraft. That would have been cool to see. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so I guess this is like a, like, a south, southeast, southeast Asian fucking... Well, I guess it's an Indian temple, because I guess all this takes place in India. But yeah, it's kind of like the old ruins of some kind of place. Yeah, overgrown one with, sec. like, trees and stuff. It looks really cool. Literally, one sec. I have to step away from the mic to open the door for this dumb dog. Okay, one cool. Sec. But yeah, it's, uh, animation in this sequence is good, too. I mean, Disney animated and fucking apes and shit like that. Like, King Louie's animation with his long fucking arms and shit like that is fucking golden. <laughs> okay. Oh, how's the dog? Oh, did you have to leave him out or bring him in? No, I just had to... He was gonna start... Oh, he's gonna be start being a dog? Yeah. He, he had been sitting on my lap and he... Oh, little game. dog. Gamer. Little dog, oh, little dog. But yeah, so, so uh, King Louie shows is there. Yeah, he, he says he heard Mowgli wants to stay in the jungle, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll do anything to stay here." So King Louie sings a song about how much he wants to be a man, man cub. And he thinks this song gonna be if it's not bare necessities. This song's gonna be stuck in your head for the next two weeks. So enjoy. Yeah, Sherman Brothers earning their paycheck. Mm. But yeah, I totally like yeah. A lot of this is like King Louis, like you know, yeah, pretending to blow a trumpet, like he's doing Louis Armstrong and stuff. But like you know, it's great. I love like the the backup little monkey singers and like yeah. it's all it's all very clever. And like I said, the animation of King Louis and his big fucking long limbs, they did like yeah. such well well observed like orangutan behavior. Uh, the fact like that the, his fur and stuff. Yeah, too, just yeah. everything. Yeah, no, this is definitely just to think. I think this. Yeah, so this is in the 1967. That's just like 30 years after Snow White, and they've come so far in the quality of their animation oh, yeah. in 30 years because Snow White was so stiff and like, yeah, I don't know, just oh, fucking. Back, I mean, when we started Disney through the decades, it was like Disney's the Disney animators didn't understand that like different things can move at different speeds because that's the whole hallmark hallmark of old silent animation. It's everything that moves at the same creepy Cuphead speed. But now you just have, yeah. like, this is modern animation, essentially. I mean, this looks like 1960s yeah. Xerox shit, but, like, in terms of, like, the character, like, then that's the abiding memory everyone has of Jungle Book is just the character animation is so strong, and King Louie's, like, a perfect shining example. But shut up, Bill. No, you're fine. Yeah. So, uh, if he wants him to stay in the jungle, he's gonna have to lay that sweet, sweet secret of uh, Man's Red Fire. Oh, that's what it is. I forgot fire. that's how the song ends up, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, yes, because I guess being able to create fire makes you a man. Yeah, I guess right. makes you makes you you know you could use it as a weapon to lord over everyone else. I guess. Yeah. Oh, Louis, Louis doesn't Bajira seem to be a warmonger. Sheer Khan seems to hate like like Louis just wants the power. I think he's just uh, he's I too think he to just fight. wants to be a human. He just wants to be a human, which that's kind of funny because mm. it would be nice to yeah. funny to see him in a shirt trying to eat oatmeal with his big bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> Yes, so uh, Blue and Bagheera get right there, and Blue's ready to kick some ass, but man, that beat, though. He's got that beat. 
He's got him grooving too much, so he dances off, but Gira's like, no, 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 we need to plant Baloo, no, get back here, no! He's solid gone, baby, yeah, gone. Solid yeah. gone, yeah. Jesus mm. Christ. Then he shows up in a terrible disguise and starts- That fucking coconut mouth is horrifying! Mm -hmm. Like, it's clever, <laughs> it's cute, it's funny, but it's also just like, what's- just like- it's an like awful. This guy just looks like a kind of like nightmare-inducing like fucking monkey mouth. It's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. But it just falls apart very quickly. Yep. They destroy their priceless. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, they like knock over ruins. half the temple. Like there's all kinds of things. Yeah. Like both Louie and Baloo have to like hold up like half the temple as it's crumbling and all kinds of. Yeah, shit. Cause yeah, because Baloo lost his disguise, which really harshes everybody's mellow. He's suddenly naked, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, Baloo's naked." <laughs> Yeah, they do that cartoon chase thing where everybody's running and looking behind them while they're holding the thing, but then somebody else grabs it and they run with the thing. That's and look totally them and the stuff that's like, and... like again, not traced, but like the 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 staging yeah. of it is totally just frame by frame taken straight from the climax of Wind of the Willows. But yeah, I mean, what were people gonna do? They didn't have VHS tapes back then. They, it is that's people really didn't pick up on nobody that until was, VHS became no. a thing. It's like, yeah. Nobody was gonna be like, hey, I saw that 20 years ago in The Wind in the Willows. Yeah, hey, that move in his head looks exactly, unless you're like crazy, insane, diehard Disney fan who like owned prints of the films. Yeah, you would notice that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, uh, they destroy the temple and they leave, leaving Louie almost dead. So, uh, Baloo laughs about it and all is, and that's what I call swinging party. Yeah, you almost died. Great. <laughs> yeah. That night, they chilled by a tree, and Bagheera lectures Baloo about how much trouble that kid is and how Baloo's influence isn't helping. And they, and he look, he's even scatting in his sleep. We can't be mad at him. Baba do ba do ba da. Oh, that is kind of cute. Oh, I, I by, but by this point of the film, I had completely checked out and was like staring yeah. at the wall yeah, yeah, for sure, like completely hundred degrees away from the television. Because, like, it was mm -hmm. like, I felt my soul just being sucked away by just by the look at the TV. Oh, no. But I did hear him go, I do, 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 and I turned around and laughed, and I was like, okay, I need to rewatch that, because oh. cute. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At some point, that kid's going to meet Shere Khan, and that tiger's going to straight fucking up. <laughs> Baloo yeah, loves that, at that His... motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Baloo loves that kid. It's going to do what's best for him. And I like it in this part, if I know you were facing the wall instead of watching <laughs> it, but it does do a really nice transition as they're talking from night to day. Yeah. Like through the backgrounds, they change it slowly over time. Oh, which yeah. Which you didn't get very often. Like, yeah, they're doing, the, there's a, like, kind of like animation. A, the sun is rising. <coughs> yeah. So there's a pretty gradient going on. And like, yeah, it increases throughout like every, that's, I didn't even notice that. That is really, yeah. actually even just like skimming through it, uh. On Apple TV now, with a preview, you really get to see the sound is practically rising behind them as they're talking. Okay, that's yeah. that's that's genuinely cool. I've never seen that in a Disney movie before. No, okay. Because it seems like a lot of extra work to that is change backgrounds for... like that. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. Yeah. I almost wonder if there may have been a mistake where like they started working on the opposite, like the latter half of the scene, and like maybe there there, there could have been some confusion where like maybe some of the background painters had actually painted at daytime and they're like oh shit we're gonna have to <laughs> very quickly make night into the day uh, here for the scene to make there's sense. something that Who happens knows? later in this movie where they don't give a shit about the the uh, yeah. consistency of backgrounds well, though, so with moods like especially towards the climax of disney movies they always get like a little weird where suddenly like mm. everything turns mm -hmm. evil like the like yeah it's I, i'm curious to see if that's what it is or if it's an actual more like, yeah, well, I guess you'll tell me later on in the movie, but yeah. Mm. God, we're yeah. already halfway through so, this thing. Yeah, we're more than halfway through this thing. 
yeah, yeah. Luke uh, is constantly scratching himself as they have this awkward conversation about how he's got to go because Shere Khan's going to kill him. Yeah. And, and Baloo doesn't want anything to happen to that kid, so he's got to take him back to the man village, and that's the only way to keep him safe. And Baloo's realizing that he's actually like emotionally connected to the kid. And yeah. It's sad. Feels very guilty about the whole thing. Mowgli wakes up and... Mowgli sings that song that Baloo taught him. Oh, it's just heartbreaking. Oh, Baloo tries God. to break the news. He's not very good at it. He fucks it up, and Mowgli runs off in the jungle singing. <laughs> Again, Mowgli's not very good at like protecting himself. He was never going to be a threat to any of these animals, you know? I mean, to be fair to him, he was ripped away from the only family he's ever <laughs> known to get taken to a man village. He's so easily distracted then, just by anything. Just, just get, kind of... keeps getting handed off to, from various... Yeah, father his entire life is a completely figure. unconnected, episodic, just whatever the fuck going on. They make on. him wear a diaper. Oh. Nobody's changed him for two days now. Yeah, he just shits in the diaper. He's never thought about pulling the diaper down. He just, like, fucking, yeah, yeah he just, like, he just, like, pulls at the leg as a release valve and just lets some of the turds slide <laughs> out, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Gear comes back, and they split up to find the kid. It's sadness all around. And now we got Shere Khan. He shows up. Finally. Bambi's mom. Hey, I guess somebody let just... a deer loose in the jungle? I, what in happened the, in here? The jungle, I... <laughs> I mean, well, we'll make fun of that now. It'll turn out, like, actually deer were, like, like indigenous to, to India. But, like, <laughs> yeah. especially because the animation looks like it's just traced over. Like, not even traced over. It almost looks like they just took a clip from Bambi. <laughs> it is nice to see. I mean, this, I guess this is how they decide to show Shere Khan. This is how they introduce him in the movie. He's, like, slinking through the grass. About to kill yeah. Bambi's mom, but then suddenly recycled elephants show up and you know. Yeah, they make noise and scare the deer away. More marching. Khan's like fucking assholes. Gear hears the elephant, goes into up to him too, makes him halt and tells him keep an eye out for that man cub. Shere Khan listens is like yeah, very interesting. Yes, makes the... faces. Good animation on his face. Guys, I guess I'm. I was about to ask. It's not. The guy doing the voice of Shere Khan is not the same guy that does the voice of Prince John and Robin Hood, right? No. They're both just kind of pretentious English dudes? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is good animation on Shere Khan, though, and, like, the voice <sighs> actor's, like, really good and shit, though, like, yeah. I mean, they do get... Prince, Prince John is Peter Ustinov. Yeah, and... What, oh, one of the... One of my favorite actors that I've seen, like, nothing he's ever done. <laughs> oh, but you just love his performance so much as... as yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess it's... Him and... Like him and the the guy who played uh, Captain Hook. Oh yeah, my brother really. Cool. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, George Sanders was the voice of uh, Sheer Khan. He played Mister Freeze and Batman. Not seeing anything too else that he's done that's really interesting. Nothing that we would care about. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. 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 So, uh, the elephant doesn't give a shit that that kid is missing, but his wife rolls up and is like, "Hey, listen up, asshole." This is enough, you pile of shit. How would you like it if our son was lost in the jungle? Do something or else I'm going to take over command of this regiment. And his son's like, Daddy, you little boy's my boy. You gotta find him. So the, I think this so is part they, of the movie. Well, not well, not only was my back turned to the TV willfully for no reason, <laughs> I think I may have actually fallen asleep. Yeah, that, that, that tracks. Yeah. So... The elephants march off through the bamboo that's suddenly in this jungle, knocking it all over. <laughs> it's a catch-all jungle where anything can happen. Yeah. So, uh, 
Khan is like, well, that was a fun aside. I guess I'll go deal with that man cub now. Yeah, this whole thing just happens just so Shere Khan can hear about the man cub without anyone yeah. knowing that he knows it. So, yeah. yeah. Mowgli walks around the jungle so they can use some of the reference footage from uh, Wharton, sort of the stone where he's throwing rocks. And totally is. Like, yeah. It doesn't stuff. help that we just saw that, so it's extra obvious that, like, yeah. And he winds up meeting Winnie the Pooh again, who takes him into a tree, and Mowgli's like, bitch, I don't have time for this. This Mowgli's is the last like, time no we see Ka, too, right? I thought yeah, he was kind of like... I, you know what? I think I was projecting, because I was misremembering... Who does the vo There's an evil snake who's friends with Prince John, right? In, in Robin Hood? Yeah. That's the British guy that everybody knows but hasn't seen anything with the gap in his teeth. That's... but Okay, so it's not Winnie the Pooh as, as the snake in that, though, right? No, it's I was, the guy with the gap in his teeth. I was totally misremembering that I thought Ka was going to team up with Shere Khan. And I thought they were going to, like... Because, like, like, you know, Ka is the only other villain in the movie, so I thought they were going to team up or something like that. No, I guess this is just another excuse for, like... Ka and Mowgli to interact a little bit, and Ka gets taken out exactly the same way he did as the first scene. And that's it, and he leaves the movie, yeah. and that's it. It's the weirdest. Like, they didn't even need to bring Ka back. I don't know why he's here other than they no. need to pad out the movie by the next five minutes, but yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Um, <sighs> oh, I do like the part where he's, like, swinging mm. on Ka, though. That's, like, a hammock. That's kind of cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And Ka gets the song, uh, Trust in Oh, the yeah, that's, you need another song. That's why he's here. Makes his, he yeah. makes his coils into steps and stuff. Yeah, and it's cool. Like I said, it's always good animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh... Coils him up, but then um, Khan shows up, yanks on his tail. Ka goes down. Ka's like, huh. Khan is like, I hope I'm not interrupting. Sounds like you were singing to someone up there. You I got do someone like that. That's great. Yeah. I don't understand why why Shere Khan cares though, because if the snake's gonna eat the man cub, that takes that care takes of the problem. Because all he wants to do is get rid of the man cub. It's not like he just wants to kill the man cub. Yeah, he and it's not like he has to worry about say. anyone. Else. Like he has to perform so for someone else. So he like he needs to see. He needs to have everyone see that he kills the man cub. So it's not even a source of pride. He just wants the man. Cub. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. yeah. In fact, yeah, he fucks himself here. But yeah, I welcome the world of movie villains. But yeah, yeah. I do like the so, thing though where Ka. He tries to fucking uh, hypnotize Shere Khan, and Khan just like slaps his head down. Like, yeah, says I don't have time for that. Yeah, I, which that's <laughs> for some reason just doesn't work on Shere Khan. And I do love, yeah, I don't have time for that. I th that made me laugh out loud. So yeah. mm -hmm. the Transformers will return after these messages. It's been a long time in coming, but now, after four years, the announcement can be made. Walt Disney's most entertaining triumph in the art of animation is here. Dooby 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 dee doo. Well, it's a dooby doo. Yes, it's a dooby doo. Well, now. <laughs> what have we here? It's Walt Disney's The Jungle Book. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your stress. Yes, The Jungle Book, a new departure in contemporary entertainment. Kid, we've got to get to a tree. This calls for some big scratching. You're lots of fun, Baloo. A boisterous musical comedy version of Rudyard Kipling's familiar stories about the boy Mowgli and his encounters with human nature in the jungle. There's the devious Ka, 
Trust in me. Just in me. And the envious Louie, king of the apes. Oh, ooby-doo. I want to be like you. Hop-dee-ooby-doo. I want to walk like you. Talk like you. Choo-choo. The Dawn Patrol. Oh, the aim of our patrol is a question rather droll. And the pompous Colonel Hottie. A dusty muzzle. Soldier, that haircut is not regulation. Rather on the gaudy side, don't you think? There, that's better. Then there's the jungle's fair weather friends. We've never met an animal we didn't like. <laughs> and the treacherous Shere Khan. Boo! <laughs> Let's get out of Run, friend, run! Run, Mowgli, run! A man cub in the jungle. And all he has on his side are two real friends, the man-cub's jungle guardians. Oh, no! Baloo! Let go! Are you kidding? There's teeth in the other end. Baloo and Bagheera, two wonderful characters destined to become comedy immortals. Fire? So that's what that scoundrel's after. Yeah. Well, man, what a beat. Will you stop that silly beat business and listen? This will take brains, not brawn. You better believe it, and I'm loaded with both. in 30 years there's never been a more entertaining achievement in the art of animation can learn to be like someone like you one more time yeah can learn to be like someone like me we now return to the Transformers. Such great big meaty cat paws. And like, especially yeah. when he says, I don't have, I, I simply don't have time for that. The way he's like toddling his head back and forth and he's got the big British chin and he's so like, oh, it's like such a perfect like, man, they took so much of this yeah, with The I Lion think... King too, in terms of like Jeremy Irons performance, like a fucking... Like, so much a scar is is taken straight from Shere Khan. It's amazing. Yeah, Yeah, it would have been... I think he would have been a fun character if they had had him in the movie more, like, being a constant throughout. Yeah, rather than just showing him in the last third and kind of, like, just, like, at the fringes of things and, like, yeah. Yeah. Which, I, I probably, if anything, kind of maybe kind of adds to the mystique. Because we actually maybe. had to see him do more stuff. It would seem maybe less powerful if he's just slinking in the dark the whole time. I guess that kind of makes yeah. the difference between... Like, we see so much of Scar in The Lion King that he seems that much more ineffectual, aside from the one time he actually does have something when he kills fucking the dad, when he kills Darth Vader, but... Anyway, anyway, anyway I'm sorry, go ahead. Anyway, uh, Ka shows... Oh, no, you're fine, keep talking. Ka shows uh, him some of his coils, and there's no man-cub in there, so he, he leaves back on his search for man-cub. Um... And he sits, buddy, before he goes, he tells you, if you see that kid, you tell me first, and then he leaves. Yeah. 
And Casa said that that guy gives me the shivers picking on the poor defenseless kid, which reminds him he's got to go eat that poor defenseless kid. But unfortunately for him, Mowgli woke up and pushes all his coils off the branch. And that that's yeah, and that's exactly just like it. It's pretty bad when a Disney movie recycles the same animation within its own film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mowgli's like, bitch, you lied. You, I can't trust you. I can't trust no one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he again. does that fucking shitty protagonist third act thing of like, <sighs> just like throws a fit, runs <laughs> like he like turns into Will Ferrell all of a sudden, or Paul Rudd yeah. from Wet Hot American Summer, and just like throws a fit and runs off into the forest. Yeah. Yep. In the dead swamp part of the jungle, some vultures are hanging God. out. Not sure what to do. What do you want we still got 20 minutes of the movie left, and like plot-wise, nothing happens from here on out until fucking Shere Khan shows up and the fire starts happening. But like, mm -hmm. yeah, so we get like 15 minutes of the fucking vultures here. Yeah. Yeah. Asking each other what they want to do. I don't know. What do you want to do? But they get distracted by Mowgli. He's a funny-looking thing. They're like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> Which go, to a what? vulture that would be. <laughs> what is that? Me. I don't know. Let's go mess with it. I guess at all, all the right. times that, like, all the years the vultures have spent eating things, they've never run across a human dead body before. I guess, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So they go over and pick on him, and but Mowgli's all weepy and sad, and he says, oh, "Go ahead and laugh. I don't care." Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, we're just having a bit of fun. It's all." <laughs> They, they, they say Mowgli's got to be down on his luck or else he wouldn't be in their neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. go and check on him and they he says, Nobody wants me around. They're like, Nobody wants us around either. So we'll let you in our group. But he'd rather be alone because he's sad. Then they sung a song about being friends, which I completely and legitimately forgot was in the movie i have no recollection of ever hearing the song before in my life i'm watching it now and i don't even know when it happens i'm like what's going on yeah <laughs> it's um, like a barbershop quartet oh, that's what it is. of them singing I, a song about being flanged i did read a piece of trivia about how i guess back when this was supposed to be the beatles they did write a song that had more of a guitar riff here because it's you know the whole obviously the character is supposed to be a riff on british invasion that i guess they did write a kind of a parody of a british invasion song but i guess it, maybe it was contingent on the Beatles being there, but I guess once they decided the Beatles weren't there, like, let's, like, make a barbershop court. And, like, it's funny because I saw the pit of trivia was like, they thought it would make it a more timeless song, like Barbershop Quartet. And I'm like, I don't know if Barbershop Quartet's necessarily as timeless as you think it is, whoever wrote this on the internet, but yeah. The original version had Scooby-Doo and his gang running through the background through doors. I mean, that's shit. totally what this feels like. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Timeless. Mm-hmm. I do like the vultures, so, like, again, the vultures could have easily been a lot, because if anything, I mean, if you were making this movie now, if you had to have mm -hmm. the vultures, the vultures would totally be aligned with Shere Khan, and they would be, like, feeding off of the corpses that Shere Khan leaves behind. I do like the fact in this, the vultures are legitimately just trying to be friends with Mowgli, like, and they're just like, yeah, they're just a bunch of goofballs, and that's it, they just exist, just, just yeah, I don't know, that's funny, but yeah. Well, Shere Khan hears a singing, shows up, and sings, That's what friends are for. That's great. It, 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 that's a great way for him to interject himself into, is by taking over one of the song verses. That's 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 great. Mm -hmm. And he has a whole bear town. He sounds like fucking the Grinch. The fucking Grinch narrator or something like that. Yeah. He scares all the vultures away, and they're like, Run, Mowgli, run. And he's like, Why the fuck would I run? Look at this <laughs> punk-ass bitch. Yeah, look at the motherfucker. <laughs> Are we I know. Witnesses? And Shere Khan's like, hey, you know who I am? And Shere Khan's like, yeah, I know who you are. You're Shere Khan. I'm not running from shit. 
I, just, I got a stick, man. I think I just put two and two together. I think we're witnessing mm. the birth of Tony the Tiger here. Because I was saying mm. that Shere Khan kind of sounds like Thurl Ravenscroft. Because he did mm. the he did the uh, he did the singing parts of the narration of the Grinch. And if someone mm. thought that and they were like, "Oh, Thurl Ravenscroft being a tiger," what if that was our Frosted Flake cartoon character? And we'll name him Shere so Shere Khan. Maybe is like, you know, the fucking inspiration for Tony the Tiger. I never thought about that. I'm sure Tony the Tiger probably invented a decade before the movie came out. But also, I don't think I don't think you're allowed to have a tiger character and have it be like, Hi, I'm Tony the Tiger. We're all great. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think they always got to be like, have yeah. a deep ba yeah. baritone voice. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Orson Welles. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> you uh, watch my frosted flag at Orson Welles. Yes, give me. Delicious frosted flakes. They're chock full of delicious frosted flakes. Goodness. <laughs> that would have sold so no frosty. bowls of cereal. That would have oh kids, kids would have just been off. like, "What is this? Why is Don't this perverted?" Don't let them get soggy in the bowl. <laughs> I love you, Daniel. You're the <laughs> anyway. Okay, I'm gonna shut up and let you talk. Pour some extra brown sugar <laughs> on there. Make it extra sugar. Yes. You're like I love the idea. Tony, Tony the Tiger is just a weird sugar fiend. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god! Give me dang. my sugar, yes, my delicious sugar. I <laughs> snort it. Tony Tiger would directly in my veins. This would have lasted six months as a, as a character. We'll never become the biggest. I'm gonna look up Tony the Tiger anyway. Tony the Tiger. So. Oh my uh, god! Oh yeah, it was Tony Tiger was created in 1952. So it was it was absolutely wrong, even down to the fact that he's created yay. earlier. So yeah. <laughs> anyway. So Mogul grabs a stick to bonk oh, that yeah. fool, and though Shere Khan's like, I'm gonna count to ten and chase you. It makes it more fun. And he, but he's peeping and sees Mowgli grab that stick, and he's like, Bitch, pre seven, eight, nine, ten. He lunges at him. Bal Baloo is there and grabbing that Shere Khan's tail. That to is keep him a nice. It's probably the most dramatically punchy moment in the movie is when it really looks like Shere Khan's about to kill Mowgli, and it's only by the fact that ba like Baloo, like I got no, I forgot because the whole fake death scene of Baloo coming up too, but like. It is a nice, like, you think Mowgli's fucked, but barely he's not. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, oh. no. He's got the tiger by the tail. That tiger bites his bottom. He gets, Bites like, his ass! How did we not get his blood mouth. here, too? Because especially fucking... I know I'm jumping ahead and letting the fight a little bit, but fucking... Tony the Tiger gets Blue down on the ground and, like, slashes at his face for, like, five minutes. Yeah, I'm like, Blue should be any, dead. Like, animated, like, uh, comical... No, like scratches on his face or nothing. There's nothing. It's funny that they don't show There's anything. Nothing. He just seems, no. yeah. Uh, but I guess he's so worried about like scratching Baloo's face that he doesn't realize the fucking. Uh... Oh no! So I guess like while this is happening, lightning strikes the planes. Yeah. And it starts a grass which fire. Is, which is like the the vultures are like that's his one weakness. Get to it. It's like a video game cutscene. Uh, it's exactly like yeah no that's just like yeah the, we've supplied you with like the boss's I feel one like, weakness. I feel like I have a vague memory somewhere in the deep recesses of my mind that that's laid out like earlier and more often in the book. I feel it like has to be. Well, I thought what was gonna happen again because I haven't seen the end of the this movie before, and especially like the whole setup with like Louie and talking about how. Mowgli's, you know, he's a man, so he's in control of fire. I thought that the whole thing was going to be, be this bittersweet thing of, like, Mowgli decides he has to leave, because I thought what was going to happen was, like, in uh, fighting Shere Khan with the fire, I thought he was going to start a fire that, like, spreads all throughout the jungle and threatens everybody. 
and mm. that he would realize that, like, even though it was a lightning strike that caused the fire, but, like, by fighting Shere Khan the way he does, he accidentally spread the fire more than it would have if he had not been there. I would. I thought it was going to tie into everything, into the thing of, like, oh, he blames himself for the fire, he realizes he's a threat, and he realizes he has to go. But no, they don't do that at all. It's just totally like... No, Shere it's Kong a cartoon for away. babies, Bill. Yeah, I know, but like I thought there was going to be some kind of thing. Because like, they have... Uh, they, they have these loose story threads that they could have tied together very nicely at the end and made it like mm. a willful reason why Mowgli realized this is, he has to leave. But no, instead of, he gets a random boner and just walks away forever. But like, yeah, no, like just Shere Khan... It is the nice thing where like, so... Yeah, Mowgli grabs a stick, it's on fire... Uh, he's too busy just scratching fucking Blue's face for 20 minutes yeah. to realize that, like, uh, Mowgli's tied his tail around this burning stick, and so then fucking Shere Khan runs off. I do like the thing where he totally does the cat thing, where he doesn't realize the thing tied to his tail is, like, chasing him, and but the, like, the thing, the burning branch lands in front of his face, and he gets all freaked out, and he gets more and more freaked out, and just runs off in the forest, and we never see him again. I thought there was going to be no. some kind of thing where he comes back, and maybe he's horribly burned, and has to fight Mowgli or... <laughs> blue one more time or something but no that's just what that's... if he was horribly burned in this disney cartoon for baby yeah, i know me just like yeah again that would be something they would do if they were making this movie now but of course yeah. and he says remember me oh yeah is that way who's this just 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 scar do that that sounds familiar no i don't think so i'm so thinking maybe vultures... i'm gonna judge doom yeah so the vultures say, that's the last we'll see of him as the rain falls and puts out his fire on that side. Yeah, I just feel like, so I guess, well, I guess it was back. lightning, so I guess now the rain yeah. immediately yeah. stops, uh, starts a problem, and then solves the problem. Just long yeah. enough to, to scare your gun away. Yeah. But the vultures say, uh, are like, yay, but no time for yays, because that bear sure looks dead. Yeah, Oh, man, he fuck. got beat to hell. Yeah. Mother goes to check on him, he's like, get up, blue. You gotta get up! Get up! But Baloo's not getting up, and Big Ear's like, Whoa, damn shit, son. You gotta be brave like Baloo was, because he's dead as hell, man. Yeah. Woo! He is not a is, he is a was. I... But Baloo... Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I was gonna say, like, this totally thing, again, if you're making this movie now, you would totally make it seem for longer than this movie does, that, like, Baloo's dead. You would really yeah. ring the shit. But I do like how the movie, very quickly, as soon as, like, Mowgli's back is turned... Like, you see, like, fucking Baloo open his eye. And so he gets to enjoy everyone else being sad about him being dead. Which oh, that's. Yeah, Bagheera gives us some flowery, flowery yeah. eulogy about it. Uh, it's it's a good comedic. For this version of the Jungle Book, it's a really smart idea because it's very much in Baloo's character that he would let everyone, like, sit around and, like, eulogize oh, him. Oh, yeah. And, and they even do the thing. They love him like... so much they put him in tailspin, too. I forgot about <laughs> exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. Well, which I'm sure it's not Phil Harrison. Was, I wonder who you would find. Yeah to like double Phil Harris's voice in the 80s but um but I like I leave in love is it the vultures who are like or is it Bagheera who are like this grove this grove shall become hallowed ground for Baloo's sacrifice and you do, do see like even though the audience already knows that Baloo's alive and he's just like he's just like listening to all this shit and cracking up you do see the camera pulls out and it gets all angelic and a golden beam of light comes out on, on Baloo's body but like I do mm. like the fact that like from the outward Outside looking in, they're still keeping on with this, like, Baloo's majestic sacrifice, even though the audience already knows that he's not dead. I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah he so. comes to life so hard 
he changes the 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 burnt out <laughs> yeah sucky jungle oh, into what? a lush green jungle. Okay, now. that's the yeah. Which There's that's the reality. Yeah. It's a completely different zone. It's the emotional distortion effect of like Disney movies, where like suddenly everyone being happy suddenly changes the entire world to suddenly mm-hmm. be like it's restored. Everything's green now, even though it was all gray and on fire literally ten seconds ago. There were no trees or vegetation earlier. Yeah, they were in the middle now. of like a desolate grass yeah. grass plain. <laughs> now they're in the middle of like the swampy vernal jungle. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Blues like so, I want a version of E.T. where E.T. pretends that he's dying at the end of the movie and he just turns the audience and chuckles while like Elliot's crying <laughs> over his body or something like that. But yeah. Anyway. So Baloo tells Bagheera he missed out on some good punching and shit, and now uh, the, nothing's gonna come between him and. and uh, uh, <clears throat> I can only think of Elliot now. Um, <laughs> Mowgli. Fucking Mowgli. Yeah, yeah. that kid. <laughs> nothing's gonna come between the two. But what is this? I, the timing it's of that is fantastic because it's all shit. Oh shit! Oh, it's a girl. Yeah. And Mowgli is into what she is selling, and creepily watches her gather water as she sings a song about how father is hunting and mother's in the kitchen, and she has to fetch the water till she is grown. And then she notices what Mowgli on the tree and says, "Hey, Disney, how about you don't put bedroom eyes on a ten-year-old girl? How about you don't do that, please and thank you. Don't do that. No. This is not the first time we've seen bedroom eyes because I could have sworn at least in something earlier. Yeah, they did it in something else. Was it like Pinocchio or something like really early? I was like, oh my god, I did not expect." Because I keep on thinking Nala in The Lion King is like the first Disney bedroom eyes. But now you got like a 12 year old girl! It's totally the bedroom eyes! I was like, oh no! And she's yeah, totally. How about you don't do that? Oh my god, Disney, no! And but... Then he falls, <laughs> the branch breaks, he falls in the water because yeah. his boner snapped through the branch. <laughs> and then. She keeps singing the song about how someday she'll fuck some dude, have a daughter yeah, of her own, just... and send him that kid to fetch water too, because they're all thirsty as hell in this village. Oh, Come on, get thirsty oh, with she... us. The fact that she like she looks it up and then she half lids her eyes. That's the moment mm-hmm. of like, mm, and like he does a squeaky nose thing, and it's all mm-hmm. like, oh man, and yeah, he's Jesus. like this diaper's not holding nothing back, <laughs> <laughs> and like they even do the thing with her where like. Then she gets up and turns around and, like, looks over her shoulder, like, mm, Yeah. And she's like, oh, this water's so heavy. Oh, no, it sure would be a shame. Oh, oh yeah. they dropped it. <laughs> she fake flails. I'm like, ow, I'm a weak, weak little girl with my vagina legs. Like, oh, I'm a, I'll help you. I'll help you. Get, oh, she scoops up the water. It's like, I'm a daughter, too, now. <laughs> I'm a daughter, too, now? Yeah, because that's what her song's all about. I'm a daughter. I gotta fetch I the water. I love the idea that like he does. I like the idea he doesn't realize that he's supposed to be a mate for her. He just thinks he's another version <laughs> of her. He's like, oh, I found my people. I'm supposed to be a beautiful young girl who's getting water from my father while my mom cooks, and I guess I'll get married someday too. Yeah, he learns Turns totally the wrong that- lesson from this. Yeah. Turns out that that's not a regular village. It's actually a siren village, and she's leading him to his doom. <laughs> she's just another weird creature in the jungle. She's not actually even human. Like, yeah, yeah they just—they don't realize they just led Mowgli to his fucking death. It's some kind of mm-hmm. weird Indian religious spirit monster. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I was surprised. I should have been keeping an eye on the time, but like, no, there's like literally like two minutes left in the movie. Just yeah. enough time for end credits, and like. Yeah, he, like, turns around... Does he even turn to look at Baloo and Bagheera? Well, she makes bedroom eyes at him, like, one she, more like, time. She, like, looking over he, her shoulder, she yeah. totally is like, mm, how you doing? 
Yeah, oh and he turns God. back and shrugs and says, "Oh, he, that's oh, what it is." Bros, <laughs> he does and shrug. goes to meet his end. Yeah. I do love Mowgli's like, mm, "What are you gonna do?" thing, and then he leaves forever. That's the greatest yeah. out. Again. Yeah, Baloo says, "Well, he would have made a good bear, but uh, oh well." And then him and Bagheera walk into the jungle, singing the bear necessities. Again, I want a version of ET that ends with ET getting on a spaceship, and he just tells him like, "Like," but then there's like a sexy girl ET on the spaceship waiting for him, and like ET turns <laughs> to Elliot, and he just kind of shrugs his shoulders and goes, "What are you gonna do?" <laughs> there already is a sexy girl ET in that movie. Oh, there. I mean, what are you talking when he's in the dress? Yeah. Did you see people dressing up? I saw some little girl was dressed as as sexy girl ET, hobo ET. <laughs> like it looks extra horrifying, but yeah. Mm. Oh, so that's that's how the Jungle Book ends. It's just like, and so, so Bagheera and Baloo are just left by themselves. Like, is there any kind of like joke punchline yeah. at the end? No, they sing and they the walk off together. Into the jungle. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's that's the. Wow. <laughs> Jungle Book. Okay, I'm warmed up a little bit again watching it a second time talking to you mm. about it. And it's not mm. as offensively boring as it was watching it by myself. Maybe if we would watch this together, Mystery Science Theater style would have been better. And then they walk away and the orange sunset gets kind of nice. There is a nice piece of music that's used throughout the, uh, the, the movie too. It's that kind of soft, quiet, like little bongo drums and like little wind flute. Like doo -doo -doo. There's not even really much of a melody. It's just more of a moody thing. I thought that was kind of nice. But, yeah, that's... That's it in a jungle book. That's the jungle book. The jungle book, as I guess the, the Swedes would call it. Did you oh know anything God. about the remake from 2016? Oh, man. I saw it. You see, you've never seen that either? Oh, you did? No, you... No. All I remember... It's got an all-star cast. It's got... Yeah, no, it's... Oh, man, who does... Yeah, Jungle Book. Let's see, Jungle... Was that I already... would not have picked Bill Murray as Baloo. Oh, uh, that's... You know, that's kind of what I was saying was like, I could see why you would cast him, but it wasn't nearly as good. I don't know who you would cast I would have over Bill Murray. I would assume, uh, uh, oh, shit, what's his name? The Stoner. That's who I would assume they would have cast. Seth Rogen? Donkey Kong? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Donkey Kong. Scarlett Johansson was Ka? I remember that. Oh, because she would be sexy instead instead of instead of trusting me she's saying i suck your dick <laughs> yeah now i get, now i, I just imagine scarlett johansson winning the poo she's like oh bob like that's scarlett johansson like, scarlett voice. johansson never asked oh, she's bother. just always scarlett johansson she's so she's so she's just like oh bother uh yeah and, uh ken was Bing, ben kingsley is a bagheera which makes sense so as did, did Disney see that uh, stage production of Peter Pan and says, we gotta let Christopher Walken sing again? You know what? I wouldn't be a bit surprised. Because he, the weirdest thing about King Louie in that movie is King Louie's like a 30-foot-tall orangutan. I guess mm -hmm. because they wanted to make it threatening. Because it's funny that, like, Baloo has to step in and, like, save uh, Mowgli from King Louie. Because it's not like he's actually threatening him. He's just a fucking orangutan. Mowgli could have just drop-kicked him into the fucking forest. But, like, I guess for the live-action movie, they to really sell the fact that he's threatening without him ever actually have to do anything threatening. Well, yeah. Yeah, of course you have to make him huge and threatening, because he opens his voice and, you know, <laughs> his mouth, and the well, voice comes out. that's the weirdest thing, so you've got, like... And he, I'm not and, really that threatening. And, like, he's inside this temple, and he never really leaves, like, this little giant 30-foot-tall dark en enclave hole in the wall that he's, like, buried himself into. So he's just kind of, like, half-shrouded in, in the dark. And he's like this giant fuck fucking 30 tall orangutan. And he's like, hey, I'm orangutan here. And it's just the most like, 
the voice does not fit. It's so weird. And I he and because it's a fucking photorealistic. I mean, quote unquote live action, but still every bit is just as animated as as the original Jungle Book. It's just CGI rather than rather than a hand drawn cartoon. But the fuck was I was gonna say? Oh, but like. Oh, because it's quote-unquote live-action, it's too weird to have the songs. So I think he kind of says the, the the lyrics from the song, but as talking, he's like, I want to be a man like you. I think I if wanna, I remember correctly. I want to be like you. Yeah, and it's like, okay, that's fucking I wanna weird. I want to walk like you. Louis Prima is still talk listed like as a you. voice somehow. You. This must be combining the two casts. Um, but yeah, Scarlet Gantcom, John... Pygmy Hog, Mowgli, uh, Pete and Youngo's Raksha. I don't know who that is, but... That's yeah. one of the, the wolf parents. Yeah, Idris Elba Shere Khan. Which, of course, Idris Elba playing the evil cat villain for the 15th movie in a row. Um, also in Cats, and at least one other thing where I was like, why is he always playing the evil cat villain in a movie? But, yeah. <laughs> and now he's Knuckles? Okay. <laughs> Knuckles. Sure. I did the thing, see the thing where he's like, I'm not trying to make Knuckles sexy, and the entire internet is like, that's us for us to decide. Yeah, don't worry about it. We got you covered, Idris. I mean, Idris Elba, too. He only has two modes of acting English and American. It's not like yeah. he's like really good at, like, oh, I wouldn't recognize that's not, that's Idris Elba, but he always sounds like Idris Elba, so you, you know exactly, like, aside from the accent, you know exactly what fucking Knuckles is gonna sound like. So. Anyway, did they say yeah, they're the getting to voice book. Tails? Was Tails in the first one? I don't one? care. God, cause I he... don't know. Yeah, he showed up at the end, I think. Is that going to be Tim Timothée Chalamet, too? I don't know. Fucking Timothée Chalamet. I guess he had a 360 Xbox controller modding YouTube channel. Mm. And not that you care. We're not here to talk about Dune. Anyway. But yeah, that's this. That's fucking Jungle Book, man. Yeah, it's fucking Jungle Book. Yeah, man. but there's not yet. No, no, because that movie is like all the fucking trivia about that movie is so centric just on the character animation. Like, there's not much else other than the fact that, that was the last Disney production that you know, of course, Walt Disney had any input in before he dropped dead. And so now we're officially entering. I guess you could call it the Silver Age, but it's the it really should be like the Bronze Age because everything Disney produces now for the next twenty years is fucking garbage. Oof, not a, no, not yet. Why? What? Are well, you gonna Robin go to bat for? Let me, let me. I'll go to bat for Robin Hood. Oh no, okay, I know, yeah. That's is Robin Hood the best thing that they produce until the eighties? Yes. Because I'm looking at fucking Disney through the decades now, man. It's fucking grim. Technically, it's like our super next thing grim. should be the, the computer that wore tennis shoes. Should be like our next. Yeah. If we were doing the, the conventional, that and her but, love hey, bug. You know what? Oh man, to this be, is really the dour years for Disney. Holy to be shit. fair to. To, to be fair to Disney, everything in the 19, late 1960s to early 70s was dire I mean, garbage. yeah, that's just the pop culture lance, yeah. Fucking, yeah, joyless. Everything was brown and That's why when Star, Star Wars came out, people were like, holy crap, something good. What happened? We are used to dog shit. Yeah, that's, that, that's when the modern world begins is when Star Wars comes out. It's like, oh, not everything has to be terrible anymore. And then not the everything Nintendo has happens, to be jugging more... Justin Morgan had a horse. <laughs> those, Great. Those Fantastic. seven years, like, it's that one-two punch of first Star Wars and then the Nintendo Entertainment System being released, and that's when the modern world of entertainment began. People are clamoring for multiple Herbie the Lugbug <sighs> movies, God. for heaven's sake. The Apple Dumpling Gang, if you want to because I know there's some live-action stuff in here you might be interested. If you want to do a lot, we don't have to do all pure animation. Like I said, it's totally, this is year half of the podcast, so 
Yeah, the fucking I've Apple seen Dumpling the Apple gang. Dumpling Gang because they played it on like those Disney Saturday afternoon things that they used to have. Yeah. And man, those two comical quote unquote geniuses. <laughs> so no, no. God. No. Oh, there is. So in terms of animated features, uh, so it is. Man, it really is. Man, Disney for the decades. After mm-hmm. so yeah, there's the Aristocrats. Yeah, okay, so it's Computer War, Tender Shoes, Love Bug, Aristocrats, and then it is nothing, just a vast wasteland of just, like, Million Live Dollar Duck. Bullshit. Yeah. Biscuit Eater? The Biscuit Eaters, yeah. Oh, my God, it's just fucking the strongest man in the world, Shaggy DA. Yeah, um, they did bad. They did bad. I don't know how they survived the 70s and 80s. Jesus Christ. Really. So, it sounds like, actually, for most, like, it isn't until the late 70s, because I know the rescuers... And Pete's Dragon. Oh man, so it's Rescuers, Winnie the Pooh, and Pete's Dragon, which are all one big lump in the late mm-hmm. 70s, right before Star Wars comes out. So, uh, this should actually be kind of interesting, though. So, actually, we're actually, actually, we're only like four movies away from actually getting to the 80s, actually, so it's not that bad, but. No. Oh, the fucking Fox and the Island is on there. I was hoping yeah, they actually no. would accidentally forget to put it on there, just like they did with Dumbo. Well, we don't have to do it, because I don't want to see it. Okay, again. well, that's a good point, too. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, we're masters of our own destiny. We're not, yeah. Man, did you They're... try to see the fucking Muppet fucking Halloween shit thing on the fucking Disney Plus, the new thing that yeah, came out? Yeah, we watched it. I was kind of surprised. I was a little bummed. I didn't finish it. I got two-thirds of the <laughs> way through, and I was like, I did like you get to see fucking uh, Gonzo turn into an old, like, desiccated <laughs> Gonzo. That was horrifying. I mean, you were almost at the end. I know. That's the thing. I was like, oh, man, my life is too short. I had to go poop. What? You've watched such garbage. I know it's terrible. Haven't you been watching like the worst Halloween movies ever? Yeah, last week? I watched the fucking man. I watched some Garbo last night instead. So I turned <laughs> that off and fucking fired up Sleepaway Camp. And yeah, I, so we're recording this. It's Halloween day. It's it's Sunday morning, fucking eleven thirty in the morning. Halloween day, October twenty twenty one. Congratulations, we've made it through our first October without having to talk about any spooky shit. Yeah, I didn't occur to me until now that like with the Jungle Book because I was like, oh man, do I? Well, you had your spooky episode. <laughs> oh yeah, but that was just me just throwing that out there just because we had a, a week off. But like, yeah, congratulations. We don't like again. That's one of the best things about the new version of the Party. You don't have to worry about seasonal stuff. So yeah, yeah got in like yeah, the stuff I would have picked to talk about Tardy of the Party this 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 year would have been two of the movies I watched last night. And they were both not good. So mm. yeah, we've dodged bullets. So I'm kind of glad we're doing Yay. this. You know. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I thought it, I thought that as a fan of both the Haunted Mansion and a fan of the Muppets, I thought it was fine. I, I think mean, it was part just, of the thing is I it was just references to the ride and Muppets. So. Yeah, I think part of the thing is I don't have a lot of nostalgia for the Haunted Mansion. I got some mm. of the jokes and stuff, but like, well, you know, the, part of the horrifying thing was I mentioned this on Twitter, but like, that was the first Disney thing where, as a kid watching Disney stuff, I was too young to understand like who most of the celebrity cameos and like the muppet movie work. and now you're too old now i'm too old where i'm like okay i get that the that's the one lady from community who's the limo driver at the beginning and like all and like you got fucking job from arrested development is like you know the dude and like they everyone else i'm like no fooling the f- yeah dead ass ed asner's ghost i did like that talk about fucked up timing I, at least he's not playing a whole character, so it's not uncomfortable throughout the whole film. But as Dad Asner showed up, I'm like, hey, I'm dead. I'm like, yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's funny, man. That That is fucking hilarious. I wonder what as. I mean, when you're casting someone who's like 98 years old, you yeah. have to realize that, like, 
it's entirely likely that person's gonna be dead by the time that thing you're working on actually finally comes out. But like, it's yeah. funny that like he's a ghost in the first five minutes of the movie, though. But you know. Mm-hmm. God. Anyway. So. But yeah. Well, it wasn't the end of the world. I just felt bad for not liking it more. Let's put it that way. Especially because oh, I know the guy Kirk Thatcher who wrote directed it. He seems like a well, very that, sweet guy. He's on Twitter. About and... the Muppets. We're never going to like them as much when we were children yeah. because we were children and we didn't have expectations. We just saw something we liked and we watched yeah. it and we enjoyed it. I did like they had oh, some new Muppet yeah. puppet designs, though. I yeah. thought that was kind of cool. It's also weird, too, because I still think of Pepe the prawn as a new Disney character, as a new Muppet character. You still think of Rizzo the rat as a I new character. Exactly, yeah. And I'm like, I realize... Rizzo's been around since the late 70s at least. It was either something exciting. The first time I remember him is he shows up in the fucking uh, Muppet Takes Manhattan. But but still, that's 35... That was 40 <laughs> yeah. years ago. Like, I should like, that's not new, Phil. Not the 40 no. years old is new anymore. Yeah, so... Anyway. God, all these anyway, new Star Wars book. movies like Return yeah. of the Jedi never as good yeah. as the originals. Yeah. No. So that's yeah, that's the Jungle Book. Yeah, next time it's Avatar. What the fuck is it next? Oh time? god, I pulled Avatar. up the episode list. It's um It's Avatar Day, The Blind Bandit, Zuko Alone, and The Chase. Oh my god, I can't remember what the chase is about. I remember the premise, oh, it's but I can't a remember. Ringing what endorsement. Being by. Oh, is that the Okay, I think that's the I English guess we'll find out. Thing. Okay, but yeah, so that's that's that should be a good group of episodes. Like I said, Avatar slowly getting better. Um, hopefully, I'm not as ambivalent as I was with the last batch of episodes where I was like, "Fuck Avatar." Oh yeah. no! What else been going on? I guess we don't always have to end one of these podcasts with us talking about what's going. What else been going on? We're talking about an hour and twenty minutes. Um, around here, slow key, you know, just hanging out, being cool, guys. Wait, who is it? Just us? No, me and my son. You're oh, being you're just... hanging out, being a cool guy too. Are you being a cool? Oh, you mean you talking about what you're doing for Halloween? Uh, just going over to somebody's house. Oh yeah, that's right. You... Kids. I can't remember if we talked about that in the earlier part of the podcast. Man, we just started recording early, but yeah. I ordered because I always liked them. Mm-hmm. I ordered a sound wave for myself. Oh yeah. And I thought he was cool. Yeah, sound wave. I did is not. Ch- cool. I did not check the dimensions. Oh so shit! So I currently, I currently got like a. And the images on the, the website showed, like, a, a, the front could open and a little tape was inside. Yeah! I'm trying to yeah, think, is this going to be super tiny or super huge? He's, like, three inches tall. Oh, no! <laughs> Which is Especially fine. I, I like, just tossed it at John. It was like, you know, If the fact that his chest could open, that kind of suggests he's at least going to be a certain size. Because that seems really yeah. small to have that kind of mechanism. Yeah, was it like, pretty much. Was it, like, an official toy? Yeah. Oh my god. Where'd you, uh, did, were you just like, did you just Google Soundwave into uh, Amazon? Yep, pretty much. Let's see. And then, and then later I was like, this is small. I went back and looked at the reviews and all the reviews are like, man, this thing's fucking tiny. Oh no, okay, yeah. Which is cause... fine, whatever. Oh wow. Uh, there's a Soundwave, because I was going to say, like, they're still producing brand new Transformers toys, you know, classic Transformers yeah. toys yeah. all the time. And, like, I bought one just, like, two years ago. It was, like, 20 bucks at the most. Looking at now, it's 60 bucks. Like, I yeah. guess it's become kind of a collector's item. Because I was going to say, like, I should just give you mine. Because I'm kind of sitting, like, I'm not doing anything with it. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, Whatever. Oh, you know what the that's funny hard. thing is? I mean, if you really do... Oh, man, that got expensive, too. Like, a Everything year... Everything got expensive. Yeah, a year or two ago... Walmart was actually reissuing old Transformers toys in their classic packaging. And so, I mean, it's a hundred bucks, but if you just want the original G1 
uh, sound wave that is available on Amazon for 105 bucks. But yeah. yeah, there's some other sound waves that I don't like. Tra don't transform to a boombox, which what's the fucking point? Yeah, seriously, like yeah, Here's no, the boombox. Like, yeah, I, it's um, man. So is there not just a cheap? Nah. Well, cheap in air quotes for Transformers. Yeah, I think... Oh, man, I think but I'm no. looking at the thing. If the, the time, Yeah, what you're talking about. I think it's like 15 bucks. Yeah, probably around there. Oh, that's funny. It's so tiny. It's so tiny. <laughs> that's terrible. Oh, my God. Another rough thing about Transformers is some of them transform real good. Like, it's real satisfying to transform. And oh. some of them, it's like fucking just uh, wrestling with a bunch of plastic. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like... Because the original Transformers are kind of nice because at least they had some die-cast metal parts. And so they yeah. kind of click together nicely and stuff like that. Like, with, like, the softer plastic most toys are made out of these days, like, that can feel kind of mushy. Yeah. And so it's a little bit less... Parts always pop off. Yeah. Like, somebody gave uh, John a bunch of hand-me-down Transformers that he's not old enough for because there's a bunch of the fucking movie one, Not the, oh, not yeah. the old 80s movie, but the yeah, Michael the... Bay Transformers in there. I can't... Like, usually the, the, some of the Transformers I can look at and kind of figure out how to transform them on my own, those are uh, just a mess of gobbledygook. Yeah, the... Oh, man, well, especially because They're a disaster. Movies, especially the, the, those movie designs, the robots are just walking piles of metal. They're not, like, you can really understand, like, what part of the body is what. And so I can see why the transformations for those would just even be more like, what the fuck am I even looking at here? Yeah. And also, on top of the fact that even if you get, like, really good versions of the classic Transformers characters, like, they have, like... Oh, God, was it the Masterpiece line that I have some of them? Like... Yeah. The transformation on the zone, this, you need to look up, like, a YouTube guide just to keep from breaking the toy because the transformations are so complex, which... I mean, the toys look good, both in, like, their transformed state oh, and the robot state, but... That is wild he that doesn't really. He doesn't really watch them anymore, but John used to watch some, like, video, YouTube videos of... It was just, like, people transforming Transformers to some, whatever, generic Oh, I can totally see that, yeah. But those... Some of them would last for, like, ten minutes or more. Yeah. Yeah, if you look up Masterpiece Transformers transformation videos, those, those could be like 20 minutes. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's wild. I, yeah, like I said, yeah, I, it's crazy that there's like a like, decent, normal-sized, good sound wave out right now. Yeah, that's nuts, yeah. nuts, nuts. Oh, well. Yeah. I found a dinosaur. I'm good. I got a dinosaur. Oh, I saw that you got what slag the... Is it slag the Triceratops? Yeah. Yeah, those are fucking bad. Because I was looking the at the boxes at the store, and they were all the generic, like, shitty-looking Michael Bay ones. Yeah. But he was behind some other ones. I'm like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> there's never any that. good ones left at yeah. the store. I wonder if someone had seen that, and they were like, okay, I'm going to hide that, and then come back for this later. Maybe you uh, maybe you found I hope I I hope I ruined that person's day. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Oh, man, but yeah. That's... Yeah, but I don't need to get into collecting Transformers. I already have too many Legos that I spend my Oh, Jesus Christ. I forgot tonight is is September. Mm. No, wait. What comes after it's... October? November 1st. And so I have to decide mm -hmm. if I really want that goddamn $600 Lego Titanic. You don't. Bill. I don't. And the terrible thing is last night I was looking up... Like, there's a thousand other, like... Just even if I wanted to buy books, for the price of, like, what I would spend on that Lego Titanic, I could buy, like... A giant, like, there's, like, a fucking... You could, you could probably buy an actual, like, no fooling model of the Titanic. For yeah, how that's a good point. Yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, you think you mentioned that specific point before, which is absolutely true. Man, I bought so many, bought and built so many models of the Titanic, because the kid is ridiculous. Mm. Um, God, yeah. Um, 
Because I'm sure you can build, like, for 600 bucks, you could probably find, like, a pre-built, like, wooden model ship of the Titanic that looks way better than any LEGO version could and stuff, too. And I did see that, yeah. like, man, fucking, like, there's a brand new... Did you ever see the Art of Atari book that came out a couple of years ago? I think so. It was a, this big coffee table book. It was really beautifully designed book just about, you know, the, the, the artwork for all the Atari cartridge boxes and the cartridge labels. And it was just really, they interviewed all the different artists and stuff like that. Anyway, the person who wrote that book, they have a new book about the creation and history of Pac-Man coming out next week called, uh, like, Pac-Man, the icon of an era or something like that. That is a $75 coffee table book because it comes out with, like, it also comes with, like, a copy of the Pac-Man Fever record from like the 1982 oh, finally and like but the book itself is like of like i guess people on youtube are just getting copies of it now and like showing like what's all in the book it looks it's a really beautifully designed book like that really is just really goes deep into the history of pac-man but that's like 75 dollars and like like if i didn't buy the lego titanic i could buy like 10 copies of that book if i wanted to yeah mm -hmm. so. yeah and it got always a lot more this week and a lot more things you can spend money on than on Legos. Exactly. Did I offer last week if you wanted to be on my uh, family plan for Switch? Yes. Oh, okay. I already have it. You I'm already not, have I'm it, not gonna. I'm not going to upgrade to the... I have all the Nintendo 64 games in my closet. I don't... Yeah, and of course... And, that, I, I, and I wouldn't play them. And I'm definitely not playing any Sega Genesis games. Yeah. I did play some Streets of Rage. I actually, that's the first time I actually played that game. That actually seems to be pretty good. It's alright, yeah. I, uh, because it's on Game Pass, I was playing the new Streets of Rage, was it Streets of Rage 4? And that was actually surprisingly pretty good. That was the first time I played any kind of Streets yeah, of Rage game, even though it's new. That. But, yeah, so. But yeah, it's almost like old games that people really like are pretty good. Yeah, and actually, right before we started recording, I was playing fucking Castlevania 3 Dracula's Curse. I'm about halfway through that, and hopefully maybe I can beat that today before the end of Halloween, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm Make up to for today. a spooky climax. Ooh, maybe I'll destroy Dracula at midnight tonight, and he'll never come back, and I can be mm. an official Belmont. They'll mail me a whip and a little certificate that says you are now Billy Belmont. Yay, Billy Belmont! This Did you look outside last night. I, we were supposed to have the Rory Borealis, and I completely forgot. Yeah, because we live in Portland. At this time of year, Vancouver. in this time of the world, that's the, <laughs> that's the joke. I and well, I I looked outside. I didn't see it. I even looked on Twitter to see if anyone in Portland had been talking about being able to see uh, the Aurora Borealis. The, how do you pronounce that? The Aurora The Laurel Jur. Um, and I saw more than one person was like, "Oh, the one week." I'm in Portland where you can't see the Aurora Borealis from Portland. I'm like, is that a thing that we could usually see the Aurora Borealis? No, no, no. I was going to no. say, that doesn't sound like, maybe maybe if you go out, like, to a mountaintop, like, outside of Portland, maybe you could see, like, a little I bit. I feel like, like it's definitely way not too downtown. bright where you are. Yeah, I've never been outside downtown, like, like in the middle of Portland. Can you even see up and, stars? That's, you can probably see it, exactly. So, much less fucking noxious fart gas flying in the sky. <laughs> Sun fart gas. Sun fart gas. But yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, we were supposedly, especially supposedly, it was supposed to be you could see way easier. Like we were right at the fringe of where you yeah. could see the Aurora Aurora Borealis. Abby Borealis. I, I want to start pronouncing Nintendo as Nintendo from now on. But okay. God damn. But yeah. So. But yeah, no, I didn't see that shit. I was too busy no. watching Sleepaway Camp last night. It was fucking terrible. <laughs>
So many it, other horror movies you could watch. Sleepaway Camp ends with... A donger. <laughs> it does actually literally end with a donger. You're not... Have yeah. you heard about Sleepaway Camp? Yeah. Oh, so you did know about that. I had no idea. Uh, there's oh, a twist okay. ending where... It's it's totally like a Friday the 13th ripoff where a bunch of people are at a fucking summer camp and someone's killing all the counselors. And then you find out that, like, it's one of the counselors killing the other counselors. It's because it's... it's Spoilers for Sleepaway Camp, spoilers I guess. Spoilers for Sleepaway Camp. Uh, it's the whole, only, what, 40 years old? <laughs> about this. Exactly, exactly. Not, not new anymore. But, like, the main character you've been following throughout the whole movie is one of the counselors who's, like, this teenage girl and her brother... You find out that the teenage girl doesn't exist, that she's a figment of the imagination of the boy, her brother, who was raised as a girl, and because he had to be raised as a girl, he's gone out of his mind. The whole last shot of the movie is this dummy of this teenage boy with his dick hanging out with like a rubber version of the girl's I don't face. Think that was, I think that was an actual person. You think that was an actual person, but like they put yeah. a rubber mask of the girl character over the boy's face, and she's making yeah. this like, this comical scream look, but where she's looking out of the corner of her eye, yeah. and like that's the last thing you see in the movie, and it like freezes there and just cuts the credits, and it's the most like, like, is that supposed to be blowing my brain? Because that just looks, it's such a profoundly silly ending. But you do get to see someone's dick, full frontal male nudity, which is rare even even for like 80s teen slasher uh, standards. So kudos to them. But yeah, I can see why that movie maybe not so much big, not so popular in the trans community because that whole thing is like, oh, this person went crazy because they 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 were ra they boy raised as a woman and just all kinds of crazy shit. But like, yeah. So, but yeah, that's okay. I mean, that it was worth it just to see the ending and just how bad shit it was. But yeah. That could, that would have been one of my projects to see your because I've always heard about people go off about sleepaway camp. I didn't realize that it was a more of a warning than an invitation. It's like alien, <laughs> but like yeah. Oof, a do. Yeah. Anyway, should, I need to go watch uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, I, well, you should watch the the Mickey Halloween special, the the Paul Rudish one. Oh, there's a new thing. It's not new. It's actually, but they only put it out in like during this season. They only let it be on Disney Plus or whatever, or YouTube. Or I whatever. think we mentioned this before, but I never. Yeah, actually where Mickey tells it. scary stories to the nephews. Okay, let's see. Mickey Halloween. I think it's called like Mickey's Scary Stories or something. Uh, scariest story ever: A Mickey Mouse Halloween Spooktacular. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's got like he's got fucking candy corn vampire teeth. So yeah, that alone is pretty goddamn cute. Yeah, it's from 2017. And it's only like 24 minutes. Why did I just keep that on there? That is so fucking weird. Okay. They have a Christmas one, too, that they only put out during that time of year. Huh. I wonder if they also do, like, uh, I wonder if they just put up and pull down, like, Christmas, uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, too. Uh, when I think about classic Disney characters and, and the holidays, that's the only one I really remember is the, uh, mm. yeah, Mickey's, Mickey's uh, Christmas Carol from, like, 1982. Anyway, I guess we should wrap this up. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. We Next week's this. Avatar. Week after that is something. Uh, what is it? It's. Yeah, I was just looking through that. Uh, like I said, it's up to you. You can decide whenever. Uh, might be, might be, might be Aristocrats. It's either Aristocrats or Robin Hood. I can never remember. Yeah, I think it's it might Aristocrats. be Aristocrats. Stuffed in there before. Kneeboard yeah, do. the Aristocrats. Yay! Yay! My favorite. God, that's not the one. Is the Aristocrats the one with, like, the alligator and the kid? I don't know. 
I don't think there's really a lot of human characters. There are human characters that I think they're all mean. What the hell am I thinking this, of? Madam Mizzy! This says Tom Thomas O'Malley the, with, that is Baloo the Bear. He plays the, the alley cat in this. Oh. I don't know what the hell I'm thinking about anymore. I don't know what you're thinking about. I oh, maybe it's the about. Rescuers! Maybe. Maybe I'm thinking. <laughs> the the villains have an alligator like they order. That's what I'm thinking of. Why, to my mind, the rescuers and the aristocrats are exactly the same guy. Oh no! I just remembered the. Okay, so I guess it's gonna be the aristocrats. Mm -hmm. I forgot because isn't the aristocrats the one with the goddamn ch Chinese fucking racist ass cat playing the piano? Maybe. He's like, oh, ah. I haven't seen, I have not seen it since the 80s. I will I find it. out two weeks from now, but yeah. Our Thanksgiving special this year is going to be us groaning. Because maybe I'll watch it and cat. I'll say, like, I don't want to talk about <laughs> we that can bullshit. Do that. That's possible, too. Like, they said, you're the cat of that ship. Yeah. No. Anyway, so. But that, maybe yeah. I'll be so mad at it, I want to talk about it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to finally get fed up with the Avatar Last Airbender. We're just going to skip to the finale and have no context for it. It's going to be extra terrible. Yay. No. Just switch to the live action version. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. How much does where where have we reached the end of the movie in the show? Oh yeah, no the the the, the movie was the first season of the show, oh, like okay. it ends with like the fire the battle at the 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 ice should ice we, nation. Should we watch shit. all three movies that they made? <laughs> <laughs> all three movies? <laughs> yeah, they made three of them, right? No, the they first just made one the was one. so good. The oh yeah, I see so what you're talking about. Like, yeah, right? they kept on going. Yeah, yeah, I still see people. There's like one or two people, like super insane diehard fans, are like, they could still make another one. I'm like, those actors are all like in their 30s now. That movie came <laughs> out like 10 years ago. Like, no one's gonna. Oh, and like, I can't. Like, th those people seem to be sincere. I'm assuming they're just trolling extra hard. Because who the mm -hmm. hell's? Oh god. Anyway, so shut up, Bill. Anyhow, anyhow, right. we're uh, going. We gotta go. We gotta yeah, go we gotta treat. We gotta go look for the bare necessities. All the simple bare necessities of life, I guess. Sure, whatever. Yeah, nah, nah. Come on. Bye bye.